0: Welcome to Lanestorming, a comedy game design podcast by two guys who know nothing about comedy nor game design. I'm Trevor Scott and with me as always is Ben Slinger. I
1: sure am. And this week, our very special guest is Pete Corelli from the Game On Australia podcast.
2: Hello, guys. Uh, among other things. Hi. Yes, uh, among a few other things. Um, can I just say that I would really like to commend you guys on uh, on last week's podcast, in particular, my, my probably the most favorite concept for a game I've ever heard, a, a lumberjack who's afraid of the woods. I think that was just sensational. And I would like to throw my hat in the ring and just say, I am looking forward to trying to top that tonight.
1: I don't, I, I, I don't, Thank you.
2: Thank don't you. think that is a possibility. Uh, I think that's pretty much, you know, that's, we've reached our peak, but you know what? Awesome. I loved it.
0: Uh we'll, we'll top it. We'll get there. Um, I hate to say this, Pete, but that was actually episode nine. Oh, was it? <laughs> this is episode 11. Oh, that's awkward. Uh, just right. you've got one you've got one in there to, to catch up on. Well, uh, well thanks anyway. <laughs> so, I've I've actually been listening to the game on Australia podcast. Thank you. And I must commend you. It's actually been really, really funny. It's going to be added into my usual podcast feed, so you've sold a new listener there. Thank you so yeah, much.
2: Absolutely. Thanks, guys. Uh, we really appreciate that. We, To be honest with you, just a, a little bit of history on the Game on Australia podcast. It started out as a the, the company I work for. I'm a radio broadcaster. Uh, I think over where you guys, you're in Melbourne, right? Yes, we're in Melbourne. So I work for the equivalent uh, on the air of you. what would be your triple M. Um, yes. But we're a little bit more female friendly. <laughs> <laughs> basically, it means we we throw in the ACDC for a whole lot of pink. That's basically what that means. But, uh, yeah, the guys came to us last year, me and the internet guy here. do We call him Dan the Internet. And they said, hey, <laughs> can you do a, a gaming podcast for us? Because we'd really love to hear something and yada, yada, yada. And we said, sure, we'll do it. And we did one episode. And then they went and found some influences. <laughs> Um, these guys on the interwebs that do Twitch to like 15,000 people and stuff and uh, did a podcast with them. So we gave them the idea... And then we were like, you know what? And we're just going to do this for a bit of fun. It's too often. Yeah, pretty much. It happens sometimes. It happens. It's the nature of the beast. But it's turned into a hell of a lot of fun because, come on, let's be honest, grown men talking about video games is probably the best thing you're going to hear all day. It's, it's awesome. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it is a lot of fun. I can definitely attest to that. Yeah.
0: I, I think it's more grown men getting excited like little kids on Christmas morning about video games is, is what and you want to do, listen
1: to. We do,
2: don't we? We do. We so do. I, like, you know... When there's a new console coming out, I assume you guys have heard of a little thing called the Nintendo Switch.
0: Not never heard of it.
2: Not never heard <laughs> of it. What's that? <laughs> Nintendo. Uh, Nintendo.
0: Yeah, that thing. Yeah, of it's, course we've heard of it. Yeah,
2: yes. um, it's basically uh, yeah Nintendo's next foray into a next gen console, and the reason why they put off Legend of Zelda for ten years. But man, it's you know that's this Friday, and I will be lining up at, at Sparrow's <laughs> Fart. Uh, for my copy, and I cannot wait because, oh my god, it's Christmas, and Christmas has come early.
0: Okay, I think it's about time to get into our main segments. So, Ben, can you explain for our new listeners how this all works?
1: Absolutely. So we are going to play a little game called Click Pitch. Uh, Each of us has a random word generator in front of us, and on the count of three, two, one, we're all going to click and say what word we have, and then we are going to invent a wonderful game idea based on those words. So, Trevor, would you do the honours?
0: Here we go. Three, two, one, click.
1: Oh, God. Carcass.
0: (laughs) Dwell. Uh, I
1: I got straight. Wait, straight? Straight. Straight. (laughs) Straight, dwell, and carcass. carcass. All right. So, my immediate thought goes to some sort of maggot-based game, dwelling in a carcass. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Um... Where where does that come from? You have to like eat your way through <laughs> through the body of a rotting bison.
2: I, I I'm with you there. I I almost <laughs> immediately go to quite possibly this could be like a this game sort of exists in the Star Wars universe and has something to do with um oh. Luke Skywalker having slept in that what was that animal's name on Hoth?
1: Oh fuck, Trevor, you're the memory guy. Oh. You, know, you
0: remember shit. <laughs> Just as I'm going, oh god. Ton there we go. Tong-tong. Tong-tong. yeah. So maybe
2: <laughs> so it. It's a, it's Arts game. I don't know. I like
1: it. Yeah. We can get the Star Wars license. They just throw that around to anyone, don't they?
0: And so, therefore, the straight is the straight lightsaber. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that's already covered because <laughs> lightsabers don't bend. They just they're straight. So. They're light. Um.
1: Yeah. All right. I like it. So. So we're just we're expanding the idea of killing TonTon's to sleep in to to live in the deathly cold of Hoth somehow into a full fledged game.
0: Yep. Or maybe maybe you're going camping and that's your pop up tent. So <laughs> you know you, you take along a TonTon and goes up. Oh, we've set up our camp and you just cut it open and there you go. It's, it's like there's your there's your tent ready to go. Get
1: your guy ropes. Put in the. What is it, Paul?
0: And look, you got dinner thrown in for free.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Still not sure where the game is in this.
0: <laughs> um, well, maybe you got to forage for other food and stuff within within Hoth. And it just so oh, happens- that- Actually, you know what?
1: Like, uh, sort of survival, like roguelike survival first person games are, have been all the rage for like three years. Yeah. A Star Wars themed one of those would be awesome. Yeah.
0: So, like the start of Empire Strikes Back. What you didn't know is they were actually out there for like three or four weeks. So they were gradually coming back. So it was like a survival game of trying to yeah, try to get yeah, back yeah. to and the. I, um, I believe yeah, that was, was base.
2: three or four weeks straight. <laughs> uh,
1: yes. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. No, I, I, I like that actually because it's one of the they always do that, right? Like. Oh, we need to we need to use this license to make a game because it's going to sell. All right, find one little section of the movie and we're just going to stretch that out into an entire game. Um, so this is right in line for the industry. It's spot on. Um, no, I love this, but it's not just Tauntons you're killing. There's other creatures out there that you need to kill to build things out of and eat. <laughs> uh,
0: what was what was the thing that actually um that oh, yeah, uh, like captured him was, was it thing? a wompa or was it
1: I think Wampa
2: Yeah, wompa. I think wompa sounds familiar.
1: Yeah, wompers, Wampu the things that he were, kills on his
2: wompers, spot on. <sighs> yeah,
0: yeah. So my, my my memory is actually going pretty well. Yeah, <laughs> so you got you got wompers, you got Tontons, you've got just a barren landscape that is literally just just snow. And if you start going in the wrong direction, then you literally you're stuffed from from day dot.
1: Well, yeah, and I like I think it's a game where you just get to hunt and kill most species from the Star Wars universe. Yeah. This is just a lost hut in there. <laughs> you what know, a Jabba's relevant is. <laughs> and uh, I mean he'd make a pretty good, you know, extension to your Tonton tent.
0: And because it's it's going to be massively multiplayer, then you got people who are on the imperial <laughs> side. You got um.
1: Wait, wait! <laughs> it's massively multiplayer, but you're out in the like frozen wasteland alone on Hoth? half. <laughs> that that um, makes sense. Well, how about
2: it's... like <laughs> that? We keep with the massively multiplayer online and. Like, it's a survival strategy game, and, like, 40 people start on one side of the map and 40 people on the other side of the map, and you're only allowed to move in straight lines.
1: (laughs) So, it's basically, it's like the bikes from Tron. Yeah. Uh, Mixed with Star Wars. (laughs) Do you leave a trail of of tauntaun carcasses behind you? That you can't run into. <laughs>
2: and a cameo appearance by Jeff Bridges. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. He hasn't
1: made his way into the Star Wars universe yet, right? Like, no, he hasn't, and he's
2: fun. well due for it, I think. Oh, I like this. Oh. This is so much fun.
0: Three, two, one, click. Scour.
2: My word is blacking. Here you go. Here's here's one for you, lads. Interpretation. <laughs>
1: what the hell is that alright alright I've got something so nice it's a cooking game yep (laughs) you do all your cooking and that's just a standard sort of thing but when you're done you've blackened your pan
0: and you gotta scour it
1: you have to scour it but you know how when you scour a pan like it doesn't all come off and so like the tea leaves (laughs) in the bottom of a teacup yes you must (laughs) tell the future from what is left of the black charred mess of your pan oh that is sensational Uh... (laughs) And so, depending on what you've cooked, like it might stick more in different ways. Uh, I'm not sure how the game will judge it. Maybe it's just a little like iPhone toy.
0: No, I'm actually thinking it's got to be on the Switch because you got to have that HD rumble. You know, you can actually tell when <laughs> as, as you're putting the spatula underneath, and you can actually feel where it's sort of stuck. So you're sort of like pulling it through and can't totally destroy all the food. So <laughs> I reckon it could be actually quite fun.
2: This is too good. I I would like to broaden this out to um being able to upload to a, a massive gallery where people can actually interpret your oh, yes. your um your
1: blacking scour residue what's left over. It's basically yeah like a Rorschach test generator. Yeah. That's no, that's cool. awesome. You can have people <laughs> vote on what they think it is and I don't know what you do with the results, but it'd be cool. <laughs>
2: <laughs> God, let's be honest, we don't play games for results. Who does that? <laughs>
0: Well, this is where the social media aspect comes out as like, "What's my future?" And you hand it out to the internet, and you you can choose your best. Well,
1: this is the thing. There are a lot of gullible people out there who like, li- you know, read their horoscopes and shit. Like, this is just if you see a demon in this picture, then you're going to die in the next three days, <laughs> unless you scour it off. I don't know, buy our game and scour it off. <laughs> there's
2: there is that. There's that little um thing in quotes. Uh, that you usually find on the front cover of video games, where it's like, you know, this came from the National Inquisitor or something like that. I don't know. Buy our game. Really? It will probably do something. You know, this is this game is literally the Seinfeld of video games. It's it's a game about nothing.
1: <laughs> about nothing. It's just what you yeah. It's what you make of it.
0: Oh, wow. I, I quite like the idea of having, you know, the HD rumble. You know, you can actually feel where the is well, okay, stuck I- and, and all that sort of stuff. And maybe you can flip like pancakes and stuff, but, you know, certain parts get stuck. So you've got to make sure that you've buttered it properly.
1: The other way we go with this is instead of putting them up there and it's just a random blackening of your pan, maybe that you have to cook the food in a certain way to actually send messages to other people. And they have to interpret that message. <laughs> yeah, that's actually got a bit more game-like elements in it because you know you need to write the letter T and a like maybe it tells you what you have to end up with. And so yeah, you have to cook your pancake in a certain way and like put pressure on the right spot so more of it in that part sticks to the pan afterwards. More Flip it at the right time. Yeah, and then and then you've got like five seconds at the end to use your spatula to just like scrape off as much as you can if in, in case you haven't really done it well enough. And, and then the whole point, just... like
2: where Scour comes in is it's actually not Scour as in, you know, a Scourer. It's actually Scour as in take a really good hard look and yeah. Mm. Yeah, and, and look for those clues that lead to the interpretation that everybody else is
1: trying to get from your generally increasingly blacking uh, whatever's in the <laughs> plan. Well, and in the end, and this is where Scour could come in as well, yeah. the messages that each person is told to create on their pans is part of a giant ARG.
2: That's yeah, actually, it's it's just
1: it's just announcing the next Overwatch character.
2: Oh! <laughs> I love that because that's exactly where my head was about to go. I was like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's it's what it's it's six months worth of playing this game before the the Overwatch character is actually released, and then it turns out that you know we were always going to get the
1: Overwatch character at BlizzCon no matter what, anyway. <laughs> of course, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But you just you just start seeing like pans showing up in some of the levels like cooking, cooking <laughs> some of the existing overwatch levels like they don't even tell you that there's a connection to this random game that shows up on the switch you know store or whatever
0: I, I can just imagine you know you you scouring the level and you find a scourer just sitting in like a hidden spot somewhere and it's like what the hell you know
1: well but because the overwatch community will know they're like oh my god this is something new like something's gonna yeah. happen and yeah yeah they'll figure it out Oh I like that.
0: Turns out it's just another version of Frog Fractions. So-
1: <laughs> it's the new Overwatch character, Frog Fraction. No. So so really okay.
2: our games turned into Blizzard's next
0: announcement for the new character coming out. That's amazing. Why not? Absolutely. I can just imagine it now, you know, it's a it's a big cook who's got like a scouring pad in one hand and a and a big pan in the other one just whacking people. Nice. It's a pure melee character. <laughs> Uh, All great. right, you can actually maybe tell that I haven't actually played Overwatch. Okay, let's All right, let's go let's for another click. one. <laughs> All right, next one. This is exciting. Let's go. Three, two, one. Click. Infringe.
1: Precipitate. <laughs> oh, search. Search. Okay, <clears throat> I don't know why,
2: but I I precipitate. I immediately go to rain. Maybe we uh, uh maybe it's a really really rainy day and. Uh, <laughs> You only ever play this game in the rain. All right, there's here's the start, okay? You okay. you only ever play this game in the rain. For some reason, you're on a world where it's just raining twenty four uh, seven three hundred and sixty five days.
1: Oh, I thought you meant you were lit like the game would somehow detect when it was raining outside your house. And, and then the, you could only
0: it, play during yeah, that rainstorm. It start up.
2: You know what? That's a better <laughs> no, idea. I... Let's no, that's a better idea. Let's go with
1: that. That's that's, <laughs> that's Well, maybe it's both. <laughs> Maybe, be- maybe because they want to increase the immersion, it like checks your local weather um, report, makes sure that it's raining where you are, and will only boot up if it's raining there. Because they just they want to make sure that that sound is of heavy rain is just all around you.
2: That I mean, in turn, also takes care of the search because the whole search part is actually the game searching for weather patterns <laughs> and information and detecting. Yes, it's raining. Okay, you're allowed to play the game. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and so, wait, what was our other word Infringe, So
0: you get infringements if you try to hack it.
1: <laughs> no, no, no. I think I think it's it's a, it's a uh, maybe it's a first person game. Yeah, it's basically set outside in the rain, like maybe like a dusk sort of thing. So it's kind of dark. So there's some sort of torchlight mechanics, kind of Alan Wake-ish. But, you know, lights in the rain, you, you've you always got the raindrops flying through them and stuff. It's, it could be really atmospheric and hard to see things.
2: This game searches for those weather patterns. Uh, it only allows you to play uh, when it's precipitating, so when it's raining, like the weather is. But it doesn't hold you to that rule, like, 100%, and it detects when you're trying to play when it's actually sunny and when it does, it sends you an infringement notice saying, <laughs> saying, <laughs> saying, naughty, naughty, we know that you tried to play the game when it wasn't raining, here's a $100 fine.
1: Well, that's a good way for us to make money on this <laughs> game,
0: for one. And then then you can, you know, purchase a um a temporary pass that allows you to play this game when it is sunny. So...
2: <laughs> it's like a season, it's, it's literally a season pass, like a season as in summer, like it's... <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, shit, yes. Oh, wow. (laughs) I love it. It's like, oh, it's summer. I really want to play whatever this game is. You will find we're terrible at actually coming up with names for these games. Like, the ideas are good, but... Nothing wrong uh, with that.
0: So, I want to know what some of the gameplay actually is. I mean, yes, we've got at night and that sort of stuff. I'm just wondering, can we be playing as, like, a police officer searching for people who are infringing traffic rules or something? No, I'm
1: picturing, like, out in the forest and you're, like, a park ranger and, you know, there are some fucking teenagers having a party and drinking illegally. And so it kind of becomes a mixture of... Firewatch? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and, and, like, Friday the 13th, like, because you're basically hunting them down. (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh no! <laughs>
1: I'm not saying kill them necessarily, although that could be an option.
0: But but yeah, so maybe as you said, you know, you're you're given as part of part of the normal game when you first buy it, you're only allowed to play it during wet, rainy seasons, sort of thing. But if you buy the season pass, then if it's sunny outside, then in the game it's also sunny. But you oh. have to have purchased the season pass to actually be able to play it during that. <laughs> to time.
1: play in other seasons, yeah. What a <laughs> <laughs> I'm just enjoying the wordplay. I don't this, this care how it works in I, the game. Or, but,
2: okay, okay, here's something completely out of left field, right? And we're back yeah. at we're back at Star Wars and we're on Hoth, okay?
1: Precipitation can be snow too.
2: Yeah, well, this is the thing, right? You're actually on Hoth as a police officer and uh you don't know what you're doing there. But you're in search of precipitation on a world where it's so cold that as soon as the water falls from the sky, it pretty much just turns to ice anyway.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I thought you were going to say that this is like uh, the sequel slash add-on pack to our other game and you get to hunt down the people who are trying to survive.
2: (laughs) (laughs) What is it with you and killing? <laughs> I don't care He said
1: hunt on, down I don't, they kill. Video games man Video I don't, games. Good point.
2: He's like I don't care What the game's about as long as I get to strangle Somebody that's all I'm
0: worried about
1: <laughs> Look we purchased this really Great like blood flow middleware That we just we have to use it somewhere You know we gotta make up those costs <laughs> <laughs> uh, Let's click again
0: Another one Three, two, one, Click Urinated.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this is going to be awesome. Mascot. (laughs) Okay, here we go. Hope. Hope?
2: Yeah, hope. (laughs) All right,
1: all right.
0: (laughs) Okay, so (sighs) you're playing a mascot who's urinated, but he hopes that it hasn't shown to all the kids. (laughs) (laughs) No, no. I mean, that's
1: that's, that's a good little, that's some good imagery. I'm not sure where you get the game like that, though, unless it's a... I mean this is a VR it's- game where they track your legs and stuff and you have to walk in specific ways <laughs> so that like it doesn't show through on your pants because you have to, you've got to do that little like I've pissed my pants waddle. Oh god. Yeah, you know, which we're all familiar with. Uh, absolutely. We love kids. all kids. <laughs> so mascot hope
2: and urinated I'm I'm with you guys there on the the mascot um I'm kind of thinking along the lines of Yes, maybe you're at a kid's party or yes, maybe you're at Disney World or something like that and you're a mascot who has to be in the suit all day and you've got to control how much... What do you drink over the course of the day, right? And you've got a bar on the right-hand side of the screen on your HUD that shows you how close you are to urinating, and yes. yeah, you've got you
1: to like time it right, yeah, and to the that's, end of your shift, yeah, and that's where the hope comes in. This is I love it because this is basically like. Another survival game, but in a very different way. Yeah, because you're trying to
2: you're trying to survive being fired by your boss,
1: (laughs) (laughs) and also you hope that no kids will piss on you as well.
0: (laughs) So, do you have little mini games like balloon, animal, sort of twisting and that sort of stuff? And you got to play like little rhythm games to do that.
1: Yeah, because I think it's it's definitely going to be VR, right? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you're like... And it gives you that view. Like, you don't actually get your full field of vision. It gives you that view of, like, looking out through two eye holes in a fucking mascot's costume. Um, so, it's super claustrophobic. Yeah, you've some... Uh, I, although, I don't know how the HUD would work in VR to show your, like, urination levels. Is
2: there, like, a... Like, I'm thinking... I'm just thinking of Disneyland.
1: <laughs> I just...
2: Is there anything to do with hope at Disneyland? Like, is there, like, a... Like a world like a char- where you like a character or a world you could go to maybe <laughs>
1: maybe if uh <laughs>
0: I just went somewhere really bad. Yeah. And I'll, I'll tell you. Maybe in a maybe if you maybe if
1: your piss meter gets too high <laughs> and you your shift hasn't finished yet so you're still meant to be walking, you have to like go over to like the log flume ride and just sort of stand next to it real subtly <laughs> and you know face the right way but you have still got a kid in your other arm and you are just kind of like pissing at your leg into the into the water so oh, sees it.
2: And this is the thing you hope nobody figures it out and that's uh, so that's, that's the yeah, whole so it's game. Like a, it's
1: a stealth pissing game. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's a stealth pissing game where you have to piss in all of the different rides and hope that nobody sees you.
1: That is amazing. So wait, do you, do you have to piss in all the different rides or is that just an achievement? I th- <laughs>
0: it's
2: a trophy on the PlayStation. <laughs> yes, yes.
0: See, I was actually going for, for a, um, like a, a new VR attachment that was actually a catheter (laughs) that you had to put in. (laughs) And it would just fill your bladder.
1: (laughs) Wait, it would fill your bladder. Yeah. (laughs) So you, so there's just a real, really immersive in that. (laughs) It's
0: really, really, really immersive. So you have to pretty much say how, approximately how much you, you can actually fit within. Or how long how long a, a pee normally takes, so it knows how big your bladder is. You've got
1: your little calibration settings at the beginning. <laughs> it's like stealth stealth piss comes with our new sterile, you know, uh, faux urine uh, that that we will inject directly inject directly into your bladder. Um,
0: <laughs> And then you can actually yeah, you feel when it's getting in. full. You start the game. In. You start the game,
1: and it's like, all right, insert tube now. All right, we're just gonna pump something Left in. a bit. Tell, tell us when right it's bit. T- Tell us when it's <laughs> at your like high threshold. I
2: I need you guys to to help me out here because I'm I'm stuck back on trophies right, and I'm I'm thinking of some of the trophies that you can get playing this game if you were playing on PlayStation, and I'm thinking like uh, one of the trophies would be uh, crossing streams. And
1: <laughs> is and, that in
2: the multiplayer? Yeah, this is only something you can get in co-op or multiplayer, and it's <laughs> it's literally like crossing streams at the same time. Another one I've got is oh uh, is now this is this is a silver one, and it's achievement that you can get just in the single player campaign, and it requires you to um, be in a place where there's a lot of people around, like I'm talking maybe forty, fifty people. And start the urination process, but then, you know, because there's so many people around, they might find you while you're halfway through, so you've got to hold it, and the achievement is midstream.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. And if we're actually going with, like, the uh, the catheter, catheter idea, then uh, we could get into some some legal trouble when we cause when some, we kill someone yeah
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah see I, i'm thinking that That's maybe the beta the they, they killed issue. someone and they realized that they they wouldn't go that that sort of catheter <laughs> road anymore so it became like um the version that you guys were talking about
1: but there's a really like there's a black market for them because like they were only available in the beta they sell for it's, it's a for the hardcore the eBay.
0: audience and maybe even the speedrunning audience because it's a lot quicker to to play the game with um with the catheter. Okay. <laughs> speed run-
2: speed running. There's there's your rare trophy that's called gone in sixty seconds. That's <laughs> that is there. I you know the, the the this this game is so full of fruit. I love this. Like you could you would have different skins and different playable characters along the way, which would be the different mascots. Like you you could have Pluto, you could have uh,
1: Mickey Mouse or Minnie Mouse. Do you think- do you think Disney's going to license us there?
2: Oh, definitely characters not.
1: Characters for this, but it's fun to yeah, think about I- it. <laughs> <laughs> That's another thing that was just in the beta because we just, we just put it in there without asking Disney, and then they sent all their lawyers after us. We so so we changed it just slightly. Yeah, yeah, Dream DreamWorks, they'll they'll <laughs> fucking they made Shrek, like they would be fine with this. <laughs>
0: What I was actually thinking is with the different mascots, you know, as the levels get harder, like, the bottom part of the costume actually gets thinner and thinner and thinner, so it's easier to sort of, like for people to well, tell yeah. if you've actually well, yeah because
1: when you're playing Shrek and he's you know he's a pretty large character you can piss as much as you want as long as it doesn't fill up to the point where it's spilling out the armholes. but <laughs> you know and you, you just gotta find a spot to empty it out but you know yeah if you're playing Princess Fiona then you're in deep shit well if you're playing you're Peter in- Pan
0: even worse like it's literally just tights
1: right <laughs> but if you're playing Peter Pan you can like fly over people's heads and that's another trophy for like <laughs> Death from Above or something
0: it, it it was a bird.
1: <laughs> yeah, you can play it off. Uh, I'm, I'm also wondering: are there like some hitman type mechanics in here? Where if you do get caught with a urine stain down the front of your, um, are, are, you ba- are you going to are you going back to killing people
0: in this? <laughs> in this no, no, area? no. You
1: don't have to. Well, no, you don't. Have to, <laughs> you don't have to kill people. But um, but you know when when your B movie suit is is too covered in piss. Um, you can, like, maybe you can convince them or you can knock them out, but you can take someone else's mascot costume to, like, get your heat level down so you can continue your shift without getting fired.
0: But what happens to that person? <laughs> like, yeah, what happens? Are they knocked out? Or... <laughs>
2: Their bladder explodes. <laughs> you know, I just say I how impressed I am that um, of all of the random word generator stuff that we've done, we've spent the most time on the one with the word <laughs> urinated. And I just think that's... Fantastic!
1: <laughs> I mean, there's just it's just such an uh, an untapped.
2: Oh, <laughs> good one, good one. That was a ripper.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'll give you that one, Ben. That was actually pretty damn good. <laughs> what are your best puns yet? Oh, amazing! Uh, yes. All right, I think it's about time to move into the eye of the storm. We can be found on Twitter. We are at Lamestorming.
1: Uh, you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash lamestorming.
0: Uh, you can email us, podcast at lamestorming.com.
1: We're on iTunes. Just search for Lamestorming, and we'd love it if you'd rate, review, subscribe to us there.
0: You can check out our website, lamestorming.com.
1: We'd like to thank the band Kuridust, uh for the music that you are listening to right now in the background and also the opening and closing tracks, they all come from the song Mount Defiance off the album Containment Failure
0: We'd also like to plug Zencaster Z-E-N-C-A-S-T-R They have provided us with our awesome guest recording capabilities today It basically enables us to record locally and upload straight to my Dropbox, so thank you very much Zencaster.com
1: And, uh, Pete, if people want to find you online, where can they do that? Yeah, so easiest way
2: is uh, just on Facebook, guys. The Game on Australia podcast on Facebook. You can reach us through there.
1: Awesome. All right, back to click pitch.
0: (laughs) Yes, three, two, one, click. (laughs) Prank.
1: Pastime.
2: What? Uh, mine is mine is Saw, S-A-W.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> no. <laughs>
1: My mind goes to the movie series Saw. Yeah, yeah
0: so does mine. <laughs>
1: so is this like an Incredible Machine-style game, but you're setting up <laughs> like vicious, lethal, Saw-style traps? Actually, it's a mix between like The Incredible Machine, Mario Maker, because there has to be... Because you know how in uh, Mario Maker... You have to finish the level yourself. Like there has to be a way through it before it'll publish it online. Um, it's like that, but for incredibly um, intense, like sore traps or pranks. Um, sore <laughs> because you know sore <laughs> pranks. Sore pranks. I,
2: to be honest with you, I I think we what we've actually done here, guys, is we've randomly generated the plot for the actual movie. <laughs> like, if you, if you, if you think uh, about it, true. right? Like, I'm pretty sure that's how they came up with it, right? Yeah, right? Some so, it was
0: a prank, and it's like, well, actually, now it's a pastime.
2: Well, that's it. Like, the, the movie <laughs> is Saw. Um, this is the, the puppet, and the guy who's behind the puppet, this is his pastime, is just mutilating people. And when you think about it, like, the twist at the end where the guy is in the room the entire time is the ultimate prank. Yeah.
1: It's true yeah and i mean i think his pastime actually just started as puppetry and you know we all know what happens to puppeteers like <laughs> they just slowly go insane and start murdering people so um yeah i like it i like it but no i i mean i i love this idea of of you know the whole sharing online sort of thing you've got to share your creation online and other people have to play it um and 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 there's a way through it but you can make it as hard or as easy as you want and
0: Oh, I could just imagine the kaizo levels. You know, you've you got to see your guy literally get eviscerated like seventeen thousand times before you actually make it all the way through this thing.
2: I think this is like one of the one of the golden ideas of the night. Like, a honestly, a, a Super Mario <laughs> a Maker we can do, yeah. where you are effectively in the saw movie is just that is that's amazing that's spot on
1: like how the how do the controls work like is this another vr game to really get that immersion of uh you know wearing a mask of glass shards that if you don't finish a game of mario in time it's gonna (laughs) (laughs) completely collapse your face yeah it's gonna yeah it's just gonna you know yeah but that's the that's the ultimate
2: edition that costs you 249.95 at jb hi-fi
1: Wait, the one that has the actual glass shard yeah, yeah. that you can buy? Yeah, yeah it is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it really allows for the realism.
1: Yeah, well...
0: <laughs> Do it or you literally die. It's there hard. are a
1: lot of games tonight we're making that are just... Are they Are going to end up killing or injuring people? Then? <laughs> I think it's lucky we're not a real game company.
2: Uh, well, actually, I mean, if you think about, you know, Nintendo and, and the Wii at some point in time where you know, people were throwing their arms and controllers around. Like, effectively, they went through a period of
1: that. That's true. They Mm. injured a lot of people. And there was that one woman who, like, held on... And this sort of relates to our last game. Like, some radio show had a contest where if you could drink drink the most most water, water... Without pissing or something, you'd win a Wii, and she died of water intoxication. Yeah,
2: that's right, she did.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't you guys, right?
2: No, it wasn't <laughs> us. Uh, <laughs>
1: uh, in the, in the <laughs>
2: he says he says incredibly nervously, looking left to right. Uh, this is what I'm putting into Google: woman dies from holding Wii whilst but trying either. to win. We <laughs> and it comes up. Woman dies after holding Wii for Wii radio contest. It happened.
1: So we're we're not the worst. If we mutilate someone's face with glass shards, like whatever. Nintendo killed someone. Exactly. You get everyone gets one, right?
2: Everybody gets one. There's the there's the title for the game. It's not. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Awesome. Everyone gets one free pass or just everyone just gets one?
1: (laughs) You can die once in this game and if you die a second time, we delete it. And also, (laughs) you're actually dead.
0: Oh, God.
1: All right. I think... um, I mean, we could keep going with that one and actually figure out some of the real game mechanics, but...
0: I think the visual's good enough. (laughs) Yeah, I think that's fine. Uh, Three, two, one, click.
1: Someone else go first.
2: Yeah, can I go first, please? Because this is... Yeah. You'll love this. Definitely. And I, I want... I want us to start... I almost want us to just let it sit in our minds and sink in for about fifteen seconds before everybody else says theirs. Okay, Okay. are are we ready? Yep. Package.
1: Destroyer.
2: (laughs) (laughs) This is already. Doze. This is (laughs) (laughs) doze. Sorry, by by word two, my mind was already going towards a Ledger suit Larry sequel. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yes, we haven't had one of those in so long.
0: And the last couple really sucked.
1: Yeah. Alright, I'm not sure we... do wait, when you say does, I assume that's D-O-Z-E and not yep. like a pair of female deer.
0: No. Does <laughs> some
1: deer, some female deer?
2: Um so uh, okay. does and package and destroyer.
0: Package destroyer.
1: So are we are we going sort of the low road and this is just about peennesses <laughs> or <laughs> I think there's more game in this if you're playing like someone working for you know Australia Post.
0: Yes,
1: yeah. Yep.
0: And he sleepwalks.
1: <laughs> or sleep drives. Well or maybe it's maybe it's you play a narcoleptic waiting for a package <laughs> and <laughs> You gotta keep
0: yourself like <laughs>
1: Everyone well everyone knows Australia Post's reputation. Oh, you know, they'll just kick it around and kick it up to your door. So you have to be out there ready for them to arrive.
0: But you could fall asleep at any minute. <laughs>
1: but you could fall asleep at any minute. So you got to like find ways. It's kind of like it's kind of like that movie um, with what's his name, Jason Statham. Uh, oh, Crank. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you have to you have to like keep yourself awake because you're waiting for this fucking package. I don't know what's in the package. It really doesn't matter.
0: And where's destroyer come from?
1: Well, because the Australia Post is going to destroy it. Like, you know, they're going to destroy it because if they, if they don't, well, if you're not there to pick it up, then it's going to get, go chucked back in the truck. It's going to go to the, like, your post office. It's going to get crushed under some, you know, they don't take care of that stuff. So I'm thinking it's, you just, you're, you're in your house, but you have to keep finding ways to keep yourself awake. Um, because actually the package contains your narcolepsy pills. You've run out. Uh, so, you know, it's, oh, shit, you're falling asleep, struggle, crawl your way over to the toaster, turn it on, jam your hand in, and, like, that gives you <laughs> that gives you enough juice to keep going. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <God>. <laughs> keep you awake. Well, um,
2: well I, I love where you, your head's going with this, and I, I kind of almost think that, like, your fuel is, or you get, like, a... Uh, I don't know you get like your whole point is to stay awake right completely and you're in a neighborhood or you're in a world and the only way to actually stay awake or your fuel for staying awake is destroying people's packages like on their <laughs> on their front doorstep like that's you know every every time you destroy somebody's package when they're not looking you get, you know, like another
1: five minutes at at staying awake. Well, maybe it just maybe it depends what's in the package as well. Like, yeah, you actually have to use what's in that package. So some of it could just be use- useless. It's like, I don't know, toilet paper. What am I going to do with this to stay awake?
2: But how would you actually
1: use toilet paper to stay awake? It dep- what, How many ply?
2: Ah. <laughs> 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 oh, uh... <laughs> <laughs> I'm going. With, <laughs> I'm going with what my personal preference is, and that's that's a nice, handy three ply. Thank you very well, much. Well, then
1: you can't do it because <laughs> it's just too comfy. You just it's like, it's like one ply and like that scratchy stuff. Then I, don't know, I feel like you could figure out a way. It's like sandpaper. Then.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Good idea. <laughs>
1: so maybe you have to like there's a mini game where you're literally stripping apart the three ply toilet paper. You have to do it really slowly so it doesn't break.
2: <laughs> maybe it's like a. I don't know, maybe you are the actual postman and you're meant to deliver the package without dozing off, uh, a la what you were sort of going with earlier. And um, you're on Hoth and there's a Star Destroyer coming after you.
1: (laughs) No, no, I like where you're going with that, actually, because...
2: I I don't know why I keep coming back to Star Wars. I'm sorry. I don't know why.
1: If you're playing a game where you have to deliver packages, like... Generally, your score is going to be based on how many packages you successfully deliver. But you are and you, you do have narcolepsy. And so there's you've got the balance there of maybe you can scan packages to see what's inside them or get an idea of what's inside them. And you have to make the decision that it's like, okay, I'm going to destroy this package because there's something in here that is quite likely going to keep me awake. But I'm going to sacrifice the points and the score that I get because I can't deliver that package anymore because it's destroyed.
0: See, I've now come up with an idea because you said, you know, you're now the post office guy. Yeah. I've now got the idea that your points are distributed per, you know, you got a run of how many packages you got to deliver. Uh, your points are distributed by, did you manage to get off to the side and take a nap for a while? <laughs> and then when you went to deliver the stuff, did you destroy the most expensive package?
1: Wait, so you get points for destroying the yeah package? you
0: get you, you get points for destroying the most expensive package because it always seems to be the most expensive package that Australia Post literally destroy.
2: Yeah, that's spot on, and I know that from firsthand experience.
0: Um, I know it's not funny; it's just true. But um... <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> We're just cutting right to the thick of it. <laughs>
2: this, this is the all it, we've we've actually come up with our. Our incre- its not funny. It's true. We've come up with our real dramatic game. That's what we've come up with right here. It's the the real yeah, serious is- game out of the lot.
1: Oh, that's it. This is our serious game moment. Absolutely. I
0: yeah. mean, we we know for a fact that Australia Post drivers out there—they work very hard. One of our best friends is actually a, a <laughs> Australia true. Post driver. And I'm starting <laughs> to feel a little bit down. So sorry. Yeah. sorry, Jay. Yes, um, well, <laughs> it's-,
1: it's all it's all jokes.
0: It's jokes. It's just jokes. And three to one click. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right. Are let's we mo- moving on? Are we moving on? Okay. Yeah. Yep. On.
0: Uh, crouch.
1: Ornithologist.
2: <laughs> what the hell is. <laughs> uh, excuse me, because I Study need. Study of birds? Is birds, it birds? Yeah. Right, birds, so Crouch, ornithologist, and friend. Okay. Friend. Okay, so clearly you're an ornithologist. Who is you know you don't want to scare the birds that you're ornithologizing and you have to remain crouched, right? And uh, yep. it's a it's a it's a moba, so it's a um um massively online yep. battle arena, right? Where your ornithologist is that what that stands for. <laughs> yeah, there you go. It's a. <laughs> <laughs> I played. I, I told you. I played too much Overwatch. Uh, and and uh, and what happens is right. It is 6v6 six six and you're all ornithologists and you're all crouched in the long grass and you're vying for the same bird, right? Um, and uh, you got to make sure that your friend doesn't give your strategic position away.
1: Oh, I thought you were maybe trying to make the bird your friend.
2: Yeah, no, I'm happy to go with that because that's better than what I said. <laughs>
0: but, but I'm just wondering, given that it's an online battle arena as well, like yep. can you actually have some scouts go out and like, kill some of the, um, some of the, the opposition.
2: Absolutely. And they, those scouts yeah, so the- would be bird friends that you've made along the way, like on your, oh, on God, your way yes. to, you know, and you would obviously be able to, you know, like, um, make different sort of bird friends. So like for us here in Australia, um, mm-hmm. for those of you who might be listening to the podcast, you know, out of the US or Europe or the UK or whatnot, um, you know, like we have the magpie who likes to swoop. And uh, and that would be <laughs> one of your that would be one of your bird friends as an ornithologist who you're trying to take out, uh, help you take out the crouched opposition.
1: I love I love that it's regional. So like New, Ze- <laughs> New Zealand's just fucked because TV is going yeah.
2: to end. Well, that's a great thing, right? Because obviously. That is the beauty about it, because you can really customize this game to have, you know, like uh, customized DLCs depending on what country or region you're in. So, you know, like here in Perth, we would have uh, we would have the ibis, which is an absolute asshole of a bird,
1: Um, or 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 the pushy bird, as my three year old calls it,
2: the pushy bird. There you go, or like, (laughs) and and you mentioned the kiwi, um, which is just a flightless (laughs) piece of shit over in seal <laughs> um
0: in, in in victoria i know that we, yes we've got the magpie but i'm also thinking we've got these little asshole birds called spurwing plovers <laughs> now those bastards will swoop the hell out of you but they've got a little spur on their wing so they they can actually Hence cut you mate. to shreds
2: wow that's amazing
0: Th- those things they, they they're fucking dangerous in um like mating season like they're really, 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 really scary.
1: Well, and I love because like we can put in all those great details into our ornithology game. Yeah, and and I love this aspect. It's kind of that Pokemon Go sort of thing that you want to go to. You know, only certain people in certain places of the world get to play as certain characters. Um, and so you literally have to go to Antarctica to play as a penguin. Or oh, wait, yeah, Antarctica, right? Yeah.
0: Or or Phillip Island because it <laughs> gets
1: <true>. penguins. <laughs> <laughs> you play as little- the little penguin. What is that little penguin? Yeah, is that
0: the one? They're not allowed the... to call them fairy penguins anymore, aren't
1: you?
2: No. Why not? Uh, I
0: think they got PC. To,
1: <laughs> yeah, maybe a bit PC about that one. Usually, I, I tell would, you Usually, what, I'm not one to call for PC police, but I don't think it had anything to do with anything like the LGBT community. I think it was just people were afraid to use the word fairy. Um, tell little, you what,
0: though, if you play on Hoth, you're totally fucked. I mean, there's no <laughs> birds or anything on, on Hoth. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, uh, Too good. No, so so are we thinking? So you have to make friends with these birds to be able to use them. Do you get to play as them then, like sort of Overwatch style? You can change your character. Can you then switch to one of these birds, or are they sort of AI controlled? Oh, I,
2: no, I think I think you, I think that's a really good thing. So you've got you've got um, you know half a dozen attack bird characters. You've got half a dozen defense bird characters. You've got uh, half a dozen tank bird characters, and then you've got your support bird characters as well. And these different birds would be different birds from your local region or birds that you can actually just find in the world.
1: Okay. So the rest... So you sort of got your standard set and then...
2: Yeah. So your attack your, your bird character set. would be like like a magpie or that um, thing that really likes to hurt people during mating season that you were talking about. Would, <laughs> would, they would be like your attack sort of characters. Uh, your pelican... <laughs> (laughs) for example, would be a support character because it can fit stuff in its giant beak, like um like health packages and stuff like Like that. (laughs) And (laughs) And turrets and things. No, you'd have to have a bird that could actually use a turret would be a defense character like your your Torbjorn or something like that. Something that could drop a what sort of bird could
1: drop a turret? That's true. I don't know. Like who who who's a what's a good building (laughs) what birds build really like uh extravagant nests and things? Uh, I don't know enough about. Oh, here's
2: birds. here's one of your tank birds. Just quickly, um, I would, and it might throw you right, but I would actually make the peacock a tank bird. And oh, the reason, the reason why, it like,
1: attracts your attention. Yeah,
2: fire. Well, um, there's that. Like, but also more the fact that you know that that fanning thing that it does with its tail feathers could also be a shield. a la, like Reinhardt.
1: Oh yeah, awesome. Oh yeah, yeah. So wait, um, are they? How are the, how are the attacks like? Do these birds have guns? No, or... no,
0: it's just typical, typical sort of swooping and and so it's maybe just
1: like it's kind of like
0: on the ornithologist. Um, you know they they get to literally dive from them and you know hit them with bird shit. And I... if they if they hit hit them in the right way, um, what I was actually thinking is the wind condition can actually be. You know, a lot of ornithologists also take photos, so you've got to try and get the best quality photo that you can, but of course, you may be in this in this area that has multiple birds and you're trying to find the one from your little manual that you're, that you're actually trying to find in the area.
1: Yeah. I love the idea that you can capture a great action shot of one of your mates playing a bird and shitting on one of the people on the other <laughs> side. It's the new tea bag.
0: Everyone votes on like the <laughs> the, best the, the best picture, um, but they're not told which side actually took the photo.
1: Oh, nice!
2: I I don't know why, um, but when you said best picture, my mind went to the Academy Awards, <laughs> and <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. But uh, this this one thing that I I love out of the last couple of minutes of this one in particular is this probably is the most ridiculous game of them all and yet you still said no like he said whatever it was that he said and it was that ridiculous an idea it's like, like no
1: that crosses the line
2: <laughs> here and no further how dare you like think that it, uh, no you idiot they bloody they dive bomb that's what birds do what are you doing it's ridiculous they can't have guns
0: yeah well you don't want guns you you want to basically have it maybe that remember in um team fortress 2 how you could actually have like a the spy character could actually you know impersonate mm-hmm. impersonate yes. you know the the other, the other characters team. of the other team maybe you can have like a bird that can actually impersonate the I one that they're looking bird. for yeah, lie bird sort of thing that, that you literally, oh. you go to take the photo, but when you when you see the photo at the end, it's actually just of the lie bird, and it wasn't actually the bird that you were looking it's for. giving you the finger. <laughs> Pretty much.
2: How did we all of a sudden get onto an ornithologist version of Pokemon Snap, by the
1: way? <laughs> this is- I don't know, but I kind of love the, because one of the main problems with those um, photography games, because there have been a few, I know there was like one Jurassic Park game that had that f- sort of feature as well. Where you were building the park, but or, or you know, or like Dead Dead Rising or something, the first one. But the the computer is so terrible; like it, it's not actually good at judging photos. It doesn't have a brain, uh, or, or any level of creativity. So I kind of love this idea of a Pokemon Snap ish game, but where the photos are judged on at the end of the um at the end of the at the, the end round. of the match, like you said, Trevor. Like I kind of just that little element speaks to me. So I mean, maybe maybe we went too far. Maybe it's not even a, a well, I guess I like the battle elements, but the goal is to take the photos and not yeah, and not destroy the other team. Yeah,
0: well, maybe maybe they can blind the other team by, you know, dive bombing and shooting yeah, like into destroy, into the camera lens. Destroy so the camera equipment, sort of, yeah. And it takes a bit to to actually repair it or something like that. I don't know. I reckon a, a two on two on two team could actually be fun. Um kind of like uh Counter Strike, you could actually have like a certain amount of money at the start for your camera equipment. Right. And, oh, yeah. And you occasionally get rounds where you've got just a disposable camera. So, <laughs> so you know how... Like
1: right up close. <laughs> they have to be really still.
0: You know how they have pistol rounds in, in Counter-Strike? Well, you've got the disposable camera rounds. And then, you know, <laughs> you can purchase, you know, the massive zoom lens, but the individual lens is like $15,000. So you've got to spend you know um spend your money wisely for the round Actually, that you think I like that you're going to win. I
1: like that. Because the disposable the disposable camera one it's also only got like 24 shots on it. So you really got to get your uh, get your right your shots and, and know that they're going to be good.
2: But in in so saying it like in comes the opportunity for again your support characters like the pelican who can you can summon to drop off like another roll of um disposable oh, camera film.
1: Yes. 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 Man it's it's
2: just all coming together, guys. Oh. No, I love it.
0: Competitive ornithology. Who would have thought that would be the game that <laughs> captures our imagination the most? <laughs> okay, I reckon we've got to do another one.
1: All right. You know what? Uh, do you, ha- you don't have a way for it to like play a random sound? Do
2: you? Uh, no, not really. But I can sort of generate one. What would you like?
1: Well, I was just thinking, me and Trevor could like do our words, and then you just play a sound, and we'll use <laughs> okay. that. As the-
2: do it. Let's do it. All right. I'll, I'll, All just, right. Uh, I'll just do a random. <laughs> this is our last.
1: Right. Our last. Okay. All right. Soundboard. This is the first. All right, Trevor.
0: Three, two, one, click. Pasture.
1: Chimp. (laughs) 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 Okay.
2: Come on, we're on here. This is this is is going places. Pasture, chimp and
1: (laughs) (laughs) so (laughs) Oh God. So you're running through a pasture full of horse shit? Yep and you're a chimp. Because we know how often chimps run through pastures full of horse shit.
2: And you're battling against other chimps and obviously your weapon of choice is being able to oh, fling the poo. Of course.
1: Yes. Okay, well forget yeah, forget the horse part of it. It's literally just chimp shit. chimps in a pasture <laughs> throwing shit at each other. That <laughs>
2: that's I mean, that's cream right there. Like, I, I, I don't know where else oh, we could Oh, I hope possibly- it's not too creamy. <laughs> <laughs> where, uh, where else we could possibly go. That maybe maybe there is DLCs or new playable characters that are released and they're different sort of breeds of chimps or um, orangutans maybe or... The,
1: maybe the DLC is different food you can eat to, like, change your weapon.
2: <laughs> oh, great <type. laughs> idea. That is a great idea. So you get bananas or you get, like, pawpaw... Or you get? Are we sticking with the corn? General- corn cobs.
1: Corn cobs. Um, yeah. And like, they basically just act as sort of a shrapnel grenade. Yeah. Like, uh, when when <laughs> it hits. It
0: hits. No. Okay. I think we might go into our final segment.
1: Yeah. So, uh, usually when we have guests on, all our previous guests have been game developers, and usually they're working on a game. But unless there's something we don't know, Pete, I assume you're not working on a game.
2: I'm not working on a game. Uh, I am working on something. Um, I, I I guess I may as well throw this in here. I am the uh, chief communications officer for a interschool esports company called Flak Test Gaming. Mm-hmm. So basically, what's happened is uh, over the past sort of couple of years, we've done a few interschool school esports. We're trying to get this up and running here in Australia, and it's going quite well. Um, we have a partnership with Riot Games, who makes League of Legends. Uh, and um, uh, we just, uh, for the first time, have taken the, the competition national. Um, so we've got flights and everything. Uh, so if there's people in the eastern states like where you guys are from, uh, we are going to fly them over if they make the grand final, our League of Legends grand final, um, to here to Perth put them up, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. So we are developing something, but we're developing something (laughs) that we didn't have when we were kids growing up, which is into school eSports, because as well as you guys know, you know, when you've got the most recent Dota 2 tournament um, with a $23.7 million prize pool, uh, it's about time this stuff came to Australia. And I think it would be great if it started with the kids who, um, you know, yeah, aren't, aren't right. athletically gifted. You know, I, I would like, I would like to think that um, my daughter has an opportunity if she wanted to when she was in, when she gets to high school one day. That if she wants to do esports because she's not really into running around after a ball, then that's a, a viable industry and in future that she has. You know, so it's uh, it's flag test, flak test. F L A K test and registrations are open now.
0: Fantastic.
1: Yeah, yeah I wish we had. I was going to say, I wish I had that when I was in high school. Yeah,
0: but I, I was just thinking about the games that we could have actually played back then. It was like what Granny's Garden, um,
1: <laughs> 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 well, competitive I was, I was Granny's say, though, Garden. I, I wish that the multiplayer Doom that I was playing back then didn't have to just be snuck into you know computer class. Well, that's uh, it. When, when the teacher wasn't paying attention.
0: Oh no, I've got it. Net Wars.
1: Net Wars. Net Wars? The I never played going, Net Wars. Rage. It was like vector-based, wireframe, uh, sort of a space dogfighting game.
0: Yeah, see, we were born in, like, 1980, and Ben was... Well, I was born in 80, Ben was born in 81, so when we grew up in high school, you know, our, our computers weren't quite as good as, as some of the ones today. Well,
2: yeah. I, I'm an 85 kid, so I wasn't really that far along. Um. So the And it was roughly the same thing. I mean, we had... We had the basic computers uh, where we had Quake and we had Doom, but more often than not, if we were playing anything, we were usually only really allowed to play things like um, Lemmings or Jill of the Jungle.
0: (laughs) Or Minesweeper.
2: Or Minesweeper, (laughs) which, to be honest with you, I only really worked out about five years ago how to play that game. How that works. (laughs) (laughs) What do these
1: numbers mean?
0: Corners first. But when you work
1: it out, oh, my God, it's such a great game to
0: play. (laughs) It is.
1: Uh, so back on, yeah, back onto our segment. What we usually do is take the name of a game and and create an, an alternate game from that. I mean, we could do Flak Test as a game if you want.
0: No, go with our original idea, Ben.
1: All right. So, um, <laughs> too good. I mean, that, that would be that would be Um uh, So, you know, anyway, I'm going to ask you, Pete. What is your most anticipated game at the moment?
2: Uh my most anticipated game would have to be. Let's see. By the time this sort of goes to air. Yeah, look, it's got to be Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. It has to be um, for so many reasons. because It's purely because it's a Legend of Zelda game. It's my favorite series I've ever played in my entire life. I spent way too much time playing Ocarina of Time uh, on the Nintendo 64 and then on the 3DS a little bit, you know, a few years later. And I have been itching for this game to come out ever since they announced it way back in sort of 2012, 13 and just kept on going delay, delay, delay. Oh, by the way, here's a brand new console. Um, (laughs) Delay. Uh, Yeah, so Legend of Zelda, Breath of the Wild. I don't know how how that'll work for this. Maybe if we just sort of stick to Breath of the Wild because it's a little bit more generic. What do you reckon?
1: Yeah, I think so. So I think we're going to take Breath of the Wild. We're going to say, throw away everything you know about what that actual game is, all your preconceptions, and just those words, Breath of the Wild, that's our prompt. And we're going to come up with a new game.
2: Okay, you ready? I I have something for you. Here is okay. Nice, go. Breath of the Wild. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had, get, I had to get one more fart joke in
1: there. Who doesn't love a fart joke? That's amazing. Game done. We'll ship, ship it. Ship it. Put it on a disc or a, well, I don't even do disc. Put it on a five and a quarter inch floppy and ship it. <laughs> so Breath of no, Okay, so Breath of the Wild. Breath of the
2: Wild. Yeah, obviously we're out in. We're out in the wilderness, or uh, or are we even, or is it, are we talking wow. about, you know, being in, a, being in a room or in close vicinity with people who All have right. incredibly I've bad got some- breath?
1: I've got something. No, I've got something. So did you, and I, have, I haven't actually played this, but I know the general idea, the game Flower on the PS2, I think? No. What was Flower? Well, like I said, I didn't play it, but <laughs> <laughs> I think you basically play like petals floating around in the wind. And you sort of, you, you've got some control, but, um, and and you sort of have to veer yourself in particular directions to continue on. Anyway, that's the general idea. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking, and this comes back to your original idea for Breath of the Wild, animals' souls are contained in their farts. Oh. <laughs> yes. And so you control that fart as it flows through the forest, trying to find the next animal to possess.
2: <laughs> oh,
1: okay. and so it's kind of a um, I think there was a game called Geist on the game maybe anyway so you're possessing other animals to like get through your mission so you've got you know wolves and you've got squirrels and they've all got sort of different uh, abilities and, and you know one's smaller and can climb trees or whatever but yeah literally the way to possess the next animal is you have to fart and you send it through and you're sort of at the whim then. So you got to like do it in a strategic location. You got to know that you're upwind or like oh lord. Yeah, upwind of no downwind. Downwind. Downwind of the animal that you want to possess because otherwise you might not be able to make it over there. Yeah, that's that's what I've got.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So I was thinking Breath of the Wild. What if what if you're a hunter who's got lost in in the jungle. You realize that you've been tracked by like um some wild animals and Magpies. the scent that they can actually they can actually pick up on is your farts, so um <laughs> I
1: love that we 're all building off of Pete's original oh yeah, completely sound I, I wasn 't
0: originally, but then I 'm like, no no, no, this is actually a pretty cool idea, um, so it turns out that you know you 've got uncontrollable flatulence, so you 've got to you know sort of work your way through the forest, trying to get strategic places so that you you're not well, um, we're, we're doing you know, a lot downwind is- of. Of the predator as you fart, so that they can track you.
1: Wait, can it be the actual predator, like from the movie Predator? And
0: he <laughs> tracks you by the fart, because <laughs> well, it's it's pretty. I mean, it's
1: pretty warm. You know, he sees <laughs> he sees heat. And...
0: See, but that's the problem. <laughs> he actually sees like the thermal image, and it's like. <gasps>
1: It's a fart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I love that. I love, I love that visual of just <laughs> a whole... <gasps> uh, Oh my God. No, but what was I was going to say is, and we're sort of doing survival games a lot this, this episode, but uh, if you're lost in the jungle, then I'm pretty sure a lot of the things that you ha- end up having to eat to survive are going to give you pretty bad, bad flatulence. Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Because, so that's, that's part you're of it. The... On Hoth. <laughs> 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 oh, Jesus. <laughs> What's that line? What is it? That line where he cracks open the tonton Uh Han Solo cracks it open and he's about to put Luke in there and he goes
0: And I thought they smelled bad on the outside. Oh yeah. Sorry.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. It's just uh I'm trying oh, to fuck. I'm trying to find something um because I Not a, fart
0: related? Not one well, no no no
2: definitely fart related because I, I but like kind of ironically I want this to be an incredibly beautiful beautiful game um that is fart related and i'm trying to figure out the name of the <laughs> developer that i'm trying to get out of my head right now and it's not working for me hey, why isn't it working for me
1: um that game company that made journey
2: yeah is journey actually whoever's who is the indie game company that made journey because they they would be a really yeah. good games developer for something like this
1: yeah they're literally called that game company <laughs>
2: Okay, um, uh, I'm out. Thanks for having me, guys. Uh... <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, I can't believe I can't um, find this uh, thing. It's killing me. Um... What did they make? I, that's the thing. I don't remember the name of them. Oh, you can
1: remember. <laughs> they make beautiful games. Oh,
2: okay. Um, so here you go. Uh, whoever made The Last Guardian.
1: Oh yeah, Team Iko?
0: Yeah, Team Iko.
2: That's it. I want I want Takeshi Furukawa as the composer for the soundtrack and I want uh Fumito Ueda as the designer because I think this needs to be for the mere fact that it is rolling along this sort of line, it needs to be an incredibly beautiful beautiful game. Like I'm talking IGN giving it 10 out of 10 because of its its absolute beauty. Okay,
1: so and, and I realised actually, I think um, it was actually that game company that made Flower as well. So I just wanted to throw that in there. But yeah, so I like <laughs> this idea. It's almost like that of. So you are, are you just, you're a fart on the wind?
2: <laughs> you are a fart on the
1: wind. Yep. I, I don't know. It would, I just, I'm, I'm just picturing the music and I don't know. Where's the, where's the gameplay coming from? I, I'm, I'm with you all the way on Team Ico and beautiful 10 out of 10 game.
2: So the gameplay is coming from uh, the same sort of gameplay as flower. I like I, I think I think that's the great thing about this. Like I, I yep. love the idea of Flower, you know, and I love the fact that you are a fart on the wind. And I just love saying that out loud, by the way.
1: Can I just say <laughs> you're a fart on the now wind. Yeah, that's the name of the episode.
2: Fart on the wind fart on the wind um and i think you you do that you use the the different sort of winds and where they're going and you know the wind can change at any time that's just what happens with wind and then you as the fart have to you know navigate your way using the various
1: currents of the wind i love it you know you got different sort of temperature gradients (laughs) they will either get you up like push you know, put you up or down depending on if they're like cooler than or warmer than you. But you lose heat over time. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how you get more heat. Do you get like re farted? No, I
2: think I think that's sort of like your um your downloadable content or your skins that they release over time. So like you could be the next fart. You could (laughs) (laughs) you could be like a like this sort of fart, um, which is, you know, comes out it's quite a cold fart, I would imagine, by the sounds of things. You know, it's it's just a ripper, um, or you know, the the next DLC that where you could play as a different sort of fart um, would be more like a <laughs> sort of fart
1: where like that sort of yeah, that that like hot
2: yeah, like it's really um, come from the base of your gut after a curry. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's
1: <laughs> that's the sort of fart that that. And so yeah, you've. That's You've I, got different techniques then to, right, and to I, navigate
0: the yeah, currents. I so. would
2: pay twenty four ninety five for that fart. You know what I mean? Like that's that's the sort of fart that I'm going with with the next DLC.
1: I want all the different farts to be named after like uh, like how you would in an on onomatopoeic way pronounce them. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like the main one's like P F F F F F T
2: and Okay, so that that one that's like is like a it's like p a h uh, yeah it's got some h's in there w h o o and there's like a silent r or something like that towards the end of it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, so as part of the gameplay, okay, can can these enough. farts join with other farts to become like a. a <sighs> Sort of well, a bigger sort of fart as it as it goes, and sort of only. So a, so... like, I no,
2: I so I, just, I just quickly only if yeah. um the people that you're playing with have technically eaten the same food in the world.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so you got away. <laughs> okay, how do you how do you tell? <laughs> <laughs>
0: So there's a new sensor that you you insert. Into oh God!
1: <laughs> <laughs> You've got the catheter. Yeah, it would just you just reuse the catheter from the other one. It's got, like, all the use. <laughs> uh, well, no, I kind of liked the idea of that. You can lose like mass, as it were, um, if you like if you don't play well enough. You know, you don't quite take that um, connection into that other current well enough. Then, like some of your fart mass heads off and you lose it um, and so, so do you lose it if you get smelled yeah okay so if,
0: if you actually get smelled by like someone nearby you know do you actually lose some of your stink mass
1: <laughs> I just love the word stink mass what <laughs> what about if it's like there's so many good phrases out of this episode oh no wait um, a minute
2: what about um, you have to do it undetected so you're trying not to get smelled Right. Um, and the way that you lose stink mass over time is if you're playing in like a like a city environment, for example, um, you have to navigate your way through buildings and stuff and there are things like um uh like those sprayers in the toilets that smell really not that spray really nice smelling stuff.
0: Oh yeah.
1: Like that So you're kinda of using you them just- as cover.
2: Yeah. or like cover or maybe they're what actually gets rid of your mass over time. Like they're they're your oh, they're yeah. your enemy.
0: So you got to make your way into the air conditioning system and hope that it doesn't have a um, I hope it doesn't have a filter or something like that, so you can oh make yeah, your way outside. You've got and... to go
1: through the maze of the air conditioning and avoid yeah, avoid the filters and well, and I also around smelling and not being detected. Like obviously there are challenges there because oh, is definitely a silent, <laughs> it's definitely a silent but deadly, right? Um, so you're going to get more of a penalty if oh, gets uh, smelled. Then, then he does.
0: <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I think it's sort of run out of steam a little bit. Uh, St- uh, stink mass.
1: Run out of stink mass. We're down to the final stink mass. Oh, that's amazing. All right. Well, yes, I think that that was a that was an episode full of amazing new phrases and. Potentially, uh, potential legal battles for us. But thank you so much for joining us, Pete. That was amazing.
2: Oh, my pleasure. I uh, had a, 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 uh, a rip-roaring time. <laughs> it was, you know what? If, uh... I, I'm quite impressed with the fact that at some stage, um, that last bit of the, the podcast, we didn't end up back on Hoth, which would have proved... <laughs> Just incredible, um, an incredible sort of turn of events for...
0: I took it there.
2: Yeah.
1: Oh, did we- you know. Really? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I did.
1: We just started tuning out, Hoff.
2: Oh, jeez. Um, <laughs> uh, but,
1: but- so if our listeners want to find out more about you or listen to your podcast, where can they find you?
2: Uh, yeah, so um, if you want to listen to the podcast, it's called Game on Australia. Uh, we are on Facebook, the Game on Australia Facebook page, uh, and also iTunes. Uh, you can catch us on Omni and all other great Android apps as well. Um, and uh, we also have a web page that we're building, um, which is gameonaus.com, gameonaus.com, and one other really awesome bit of info people not, might not quite know about yet is that uh, we're just about to join Qantas and Jetstar um, as uh, as a gaming podcast and uh, doing gaming content for them so from April 1 uh, this year if you jump on a Qantas or a Jetstar flight you're going to be able to hear gaming content through the Game on Australia podcast so just a few Fantastic. things there awesome. for you
1: guys Yeah. alright well that concludes Lamestorming for us this week thank you all for joining us Uh, I am Ben Slinger.
0: I am Trevor Scott. And I am Pete Corelli.
1: And uh, a game where you play a mascot trying to stealthily piss uh, while you're on, on shift. What do you think, Trevor?
0: I'd play that. Okay, uh, three, two, one, click.
2: Mine was hourglass.
0: Reopen.
2: Hourglass, and reopen. Yeah. Okay. Uh, generating random sound effect <laughs> now. <laughs> that's, that's... <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just kidding. I, I didn't, I didn't, I just, I just wanted to go back to half.